Percy, it appears that categorizing any school of thought into threes is significant and powerful. Why do you think that's true? You know, the ancient Greeks considered three as the perfect number of harmony, wisdom, and understanding. And it also represents the geometric figure of the triangle, which is considered the strongest architectural structure known to man. Perhaps we should talk a little bit about the power of threes as it pertains to confronting cancer. All right. We'll talk with someone that we could call a chief encouragement officer and how he used the power of three to survive multiple bouts with cancer. Stay with us. The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. And I welcome you to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Our host is Reverend Percy McRae, Pastor P. is Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, Chief Encouragement Officer. That kind of describes you, Percy. <laughs> well, I'll take that moniker any day of the week, but we uh, I coined that phrase for uh, this upcoming interview of a gentleman who used to be uh, a Chief Executive Officer uh, of a large company, and then uh, when he was contracted with cancer, basically shifted gears with his focus and his energy. And so after listening to his conversation and his testimony, I just deemed him as the chief encouragement officer at this point. <laughs> I think it's it fits him well. It really does. And you'll find out why as you hear from our guest here in just a moment. You've put together a resource that we like to offer each week to our listeners. This week is the Battle of the Mind. It fits right in with that opening about the, uh, the threes, doesn't it? It really, truly does. At the end of the day, you know, half of the battle, you know, and in some cases, depending on who you talk to, a large portion of the battle of fighting cancer is mental. You know, what is going on in our thinking and our thoughts and how do we corral and harness uh, our thinking to use it for our best interest and not allow our thoughts to work against us. And this document is designed to help people to understand uh, the unique dynamic of the battlefield of the mind. And of course, the word of God tells us that we should be renewed by our thinking in our mind. And mm-hmm. so this this document is just going to give a lot of helpful insights uh, to give people things that will help monitor their thinking and direct their thoughts while they are battling cancer. Well, even as you listen today, it'll become obvious uh, why this will be so beneficial to download. So go to our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com, and download this free resource. I underline free, the battle of the mind, put mm-hmm. together just for you, healthhopeandinspiration.com. We also have a question posted there this week that we'd like our listeners to answer. Percy, um, you, you come up with these great questions for our listeners, and they respond. And I'm wondering what you'd like to ask this week. A question for today that we want people to ponder and to respond, please. We will read your responses mm-hmm. and we listen to them. Have you ever utilized the concept of three principles in your life and how did they impact your situation? Have you ever utilized the concept of three principles, whatever three principles they may have been? Have you ever used three principles in your life and how did they impact your situation? Yeah. And as you listen today, be thinking about that question, how you would answer that. And then go to healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on connect in the drop down menu there. It will give you the opportunity to answer. Type in your answer to the question. So we really appreciate you taking time to think that through and respond to Percy's question this week. Mm. We always think through with scripture and we open each program with a, a verse or a passage. And you've got one in mind right now, Percy. 
very familiar passage of scripture, but it'll help underline and establish the foundation of the concept of the power of threes today. And it's found in Ecclesiastes, uh, the fourth chapter, verse 12. And it reads as follows, though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly or easily broken. There it is. Yeah. And when, there it is. Yeah. And when you hear today's conversation, you'll really be able to associate that scripture back with the concept of the power of three today. We'll hear from our guest in just a moment. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America, a national oncology network of hospitals and outpatient care centers. They treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. With hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, and Phoenix, they take an integrative approach to cancer care. They use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com, and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact a member of their team with questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling 866-712-HOPE. That's 866-712-HOPE. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, without further delay, let's meet the guest we've been talking about here today. And we call him, we like to refer to him as a chief encouragement officer. His name is, well, I'll let Percy tell you his name. And Percy, you took your vitamins when this interview was recorded. Well, hey, 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 guys. I am excited to be back with you again for another episode. And as always, I try to bring you compelling conversations with real people who have walked the walk and talked the talk of either being a cancer patient or being in the cancer conversation, someone that can add a word, uh, a sentence, or a paragraph to the cancer conversation. And today, uh, we feel very honored to have uh, such an individual with us today. His name is Rob Hiller. Uh, he is a three-time cancer survivor of, of three incurable cancers, and we'll let him unpack that for us. Uh, he had leukemia and two different strands of lymphoma. Uh, he is now cancer-free, uh, thriving and surviving. He was diagnosed back in 2017. Uh, along with that, uh, he is an author of a book called The Power of Three. And we're going to talk about uh, the, the different dynamics of that book and, and what exactly is The Power of Three. Uh, and he also is a, um, you know, he is a former CEO of a high tech company and now CEO of his own company called Performance Solutions. Welcome to the show today, Rob. How you doing? Well, Reverend Percy, it is a delight to be with you. And I am excited because I know I'm talking to my audience, people who are in cancer or have know of someone with cancer. So what a blessing to be with you. Well, thank you. We are we're excited to have you as we continue to expand this conversation. Uh, of course, we want people to be uh, healthy. We want them to be hopeful and we want them to be inspired. And uh, I'm certain that that's what's going to happen on today. Let's quickly get into your story. First and foremost, let's talk about the day that you were told that you had cancer. Where were you and how did you feel when you hear the words, when you heard the words, you have cancer? Well, the story goes back to April of 2017, which is a little over four years ago. 
And I was going to the club to do exercises and planks because in Minnesota, the snow was almost gone and I knew I could go play golf again. <laughs> so I wanted to start doing something more. And I did. I started planks and all of a sudden I went down after about 10 seconds and you do the next plank and the next one. And I had a real uh, shooting pain. Ah. I was smart enough to say, this is not right. Uh, I need to do some. So I immediately went over to the uh, doctor and after about four days of tests, they came back and said to me, I got a call and I'm sitting in my office, my business office. Mm -hmm. And uh, the doctor gets on the phone. He says, Rob, um, we thought it was cancer. As you remember, we talked, but you have cancer plus, and we don't know about, there's something more there. Okay. So you need to go and get some further diagnosis and tests, et cetera, but you do have cancer. We just don't know the extent of it. Mm. So then I took, uh, uh, we went down and continued, did another week's worth of tests and they did everything under the world that you can think of from a bone marrow biopsy to, you know, taking 12 vials of blood and, and uh, everything else. And the bottom line was we went and sat down with the doctor mm -hmm. and Pam and I, and he looked at us and threw up the uh, PET scan and it was mostly red. Okay. So all red down my throat, all over my stomach and abdomen. And, and he said, um, you have a lot of cancer. Okay. He said, you have, uh, but you don't have one cancer. Uh, you don't have two. Uh, you have three. Wow. And you know, we're stunned. And we look at each other and tears start to well up in our uh, eyes. And, uh, of course, then I jokingly said to the doctor, I said, so I got the trifecta. Yeah. Uh, and um, he's glumly looked and said, yes. He said, um, what we need to do from here is this is a Thursday on Monday, you need to be in the clinic, uh, the hospital the clinic, and we will begin, um, cancer treatments on you, uh, chemo. And you'll go from seven in the morning and you need to start then. So my thought Percy was, you know, I had been with a lady who had breast cancer. Yep. So I had sat with her through infusion. It was about an hour long and then a half hour wait. And then, we, so I thought, well, I was going to be done an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, 10 hours later, uh, I finished, uh, all the cancer treatment for that day. And then that he had a, a trial drug that he said, you put it in a cup, you throw it in your mouth, you eat some crackers ahead of time and you drink a cup of water. And if it drops on the floor, you need to get Clorox and wipe it up and never, and then throw it away. And you must wipe up any counter and never get it on your skin. So with and that, said, yeah. So with that uh -oh. being said, if I can stop you right there, uh, yes. what I, what I'm hearing, first of all, a couple of things. Number one, listen to your body. You, 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 you listen to the fact that there were some symptoms going on, right. which then led you to say, listen, I need to go get this checked out. We always advocate on this show, particularly as people of faith. And we'll talk about that, the power of your faith in just a second, that yes, we are praying, we are trusting God and we're believing in God, but we also need to take advantage of the healthcare system and our medical processes so that we can at least understand what it is that we're dealing with.
with that we are trusting God for. So thank you for uh, reinforcing, listen to your body, follow your symptoms, go see a doctor. You go see your doc. He tells you you have not one, not two, but you've got three different types of cancers. He you, he prescribes for you uh, a medical plan and treatment plan, as you just described. And obviously, this is a pretty powerful drug uh, that he's giving you that he's telling you if you drop it on the floor, you know, you need to use some precautions in picking it up. I would imagine after hearing all of that, uh, you're emotionally shocked. You're stunned that you told that you're told that you have cancer. Now you are in a place that you have to figure out how do you navigate and negotiate through that mental, emotional, and obviously physically what's going on with you. Let's transition into how do you find your way to fight through all of that to say, okay, here's what we're going to do and how we're going to get to the next level. You're a person of faith. Obviously, uh, you have a strong, endearing faith. How do you get past all of that to the next level of, I've got to do 10 hours worth of treatment, I've got to proceed and move forward, I'm assuming you're still working, you have a family. Let's talk about the travails of working through that menagerie, because someone's listening here that may be sitting in the exact same place that you were at that time. How do I see my way through? How did you do that, Rob? Well, uh, when we got back home and I sat uh, in the room, we both sat there and, you know, we cried. Uh, it is healthy to cry. Yeah. Uh, there is nothing wrong with that. So your emotions need to come out. And yet what I have taught uh, to leaders for all these 25 years is this concept of the power of three, which is a biblical set of principles. Okay. And the first one of that. Yeah. Let's talk about, is, let's talk about those. Let's break them up real quick. Yeah. Because Quite frankly, that's how I started to respond, because I sat there and cried. And the first question I said to myself uh, was, why is this happening to me? Now, understand, I knew that that was a bad question. That's a terrible question. But it is but a real question, Rob. It's many, a real question. And many cancer patients do ask that. And many believers oh, with cancer ask that absolutely. question. 100%. So, but what I had taught for all these years was, the power of three is um, the those three are the first one is begin by asking the right questions and asking why is a victim sends you nowhere. You'll never probably know. And that's true with anything. And so I stopped myself and I said, I teach in the in, in the in the book. Mm -hmm. What and how are the best questions to ask? OK, so ask the right question. Yes. And so I said to myself, what can I do right now to help, even though I have tears in my eyes, Pam is outside uh, the room crying, and she, we both kind of looked at each other, and what I could do is I could call a friend up, I could pray, I could open up the Bible where it talks about that God can handle anything that comes across your way. And the, the verse in James 1, 2, it says, consider it all joy when you experience various trials, certainly popped into my mind. Yeah. And I said, well, God, then we're going to do this together and we're going to move forward. And I asked the right questions. So my Neuro neurons would not send me down the wrong path. And so what that I'm here. And so what I hear there, if I can kind of paraphrase is do what you can do that's in your control. 
You can't necessarily, and you're right, typically you won't get to an answer of the why. Uh, I know that from, I've had to address this with many cancer patients over the years and supporting them, and it, it, it does take you into some very bad places that ultimately doesn't give you a conclusive answer. But what you can do that is in your control is what you've just described. You can pray. You can seek the face of God. You can turn to your faith and allow that to become part of the mechanism of how you begin to react and respond. Now, what's really interesting is because cancer is a uh, goes to your whole family and beyond your family and your friends yeah. is my wife did what she uh, does so well and does research. So she was immediately on the sites looking at these cancers and what does that mean and what how does that work out? And she gathered information because that's what she loves to do. It's within her gifting. Yep. And it also brought a, some comfort to me to at least know this is what I'm facing. Yeah. And this is um, how okay. we can, you know, go on and, and move forward. Now, I will also say it is not a one-time thing where you sit there and begin by asking the right question because um, during all the treatments over the five months, that's a long time. It is. And the, can the chemotherapy was devastating. It was 10 hours at a time. Yep. Um, is that you, when you're sitting at home, when I was sitting at home and I was on the couch and my bones ached and I was sicker than a dog and I just didn't feel like, you know, at times you just go, oh, I don't know if I can do this. I would sit there and ask myself a great question, which goes into eventually when we get to the second part. Here, okay. Okay. Which is learn, activate your God-given gifts. Okay. And so in the book, I always talk about learn what the three kinds of great questions are. They're called dip questions, and they're all explained in exercises in the book, discovery, innovation, and proactive questions. Learn the difference and learn when to use them. It will help you. And then when once you ask those questions, you must we have to activate what we got going for us. Yeah, yeah. What do we have? What's in our what's in our hand? Uh, Moses. I think about Moses when he went to God. Yes. He said, what's in your hand? Use what you have. I gave you a staff. Use it. And so, yeah, what what's available to you that you possess at that moment? I love it. Yes. So asking the right question, uh, activate your God-given gifts, what you have and what you possess. And then what's the third principle, my friend? The, the third principle is advocate. We need to connect with our faith our family, and our friends. Okay, the three Fs. They're, they're, they're instrumental in anything. By the way, I teach this to business people that, that lead companies and teams and whatever up and down the ladder. And um, one of the things that they find is so helpful, even in that, this is even cancer, but they forget to connect with their faith their family and their friends. Sure. And but when we're in this cancer world, we typically will look at faith more. <laughs> right. If it's been a little bit lower, right. it becomes higher. Yes. Um, but that's a real, um, and you know, I, I have so many wonderful stories that I, I just find these principles allow the good things to come out. Yeah and shine forth. So it doesn't have to be such a negative experience going through these five months. 
And and to that point, and being a cancer survivor myself, and survive and supporting cancer patients over low these many years, uh, I have found amazingly. And when you and I greeted each other before we recorded, you know, we kind of talked about this. Cancer initially, obviously, is not anything that anyone would wish for or or desire to have. But in many cases, it has been my experience that cancer can, when on, on the other side of the process end up being one of the best things that can ever happen right. to individuals. And this is primarily yeah. how you wrote your book. You know, look at what gave birth out of your experience of uh, the power of three. And again, uh, tell everyone how they can access and get a hold of their book, if you don't mind. Well, uh, obviously, Tyndale Publishing, a major publisher in the world, has it. It's in all Amazon, Barnes & Nobles. And Barnes & Nobles apparently has recently put it on in uh, the books on an end cap across the nation. So there's that as well. Great. And by the way, Target carries it. Oh, great. Um, they're actually a big seller of it. And it's a hardcover book, and apparently it's around 12 bucks. All right. So The Power of Three, and again, the three principles that, that will be outlined in greater detail is asking the right question, activate your God-given gifts, and advocate faith, family, and friends. And, of course, this is someone who speaks from what he knows. He has been a three-time cancer survivor. In the closing seconds and minutes that we have, and the time just goes so quickly, uh, you're a person and a man of faith, and we have about a minute and a half here. So if we can compress this, um, how does your faith or how did your faith help you and what continues to drive and fuel your hope? And it might be all tied into that question together there. Well, I think it gets into Proverbs three, five, six, trust in the Lord with all your heart and mm. lean not unto your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him mm. and he will make your Pass straight. And I'll tell you, when Tyndale called and heard of my story yeah. and what I'd done in business, all I put together exercises in the book so people can actually Good. walk through this and and make real progress. And I'll tell you, that's what came, one of the big things that came out of this is the sharing of this. And uh, I, I'm thankful to uh, Tyndale for uh, believing and seeing. Well, we're thankful for you, Rob, and your story. Thank God that you uh, have lived to fight another day and to talk about it. And so today you have heard from Rob Hiller, uh, a three-time incurable cancer survivor, three times, leukemia and two strains of lymphoma, uh, diagnosed originally back in April of 2017. Uh, he is now uh, the CEO of his own company called Performance Solutions. Uh, he listened to the symptoms in his body. He went to go to his doc to see what was going on and found out and then took a course of action. And of course, he is a thriver today. He is alive and well, cancer-free, I may add. And so we celebrate that. And uh, one of the uh, statements and excerpts from his book was, hope is here when adversity walks through the door. Today, uh, we thank you, Rob, for sharing your story, your life, and your passion. Uh, we'll put all of the information on your show notes on where they can get your book and how they can contact you if someone likes to speak with you or kind of get some coaching along the way from an executive uh, a business perspective. Thank you for stopping by on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Bless you and your family, my friend. Thank you, Reverend Percy. Bless you, and thanks for having me. 
Yes, thanks to both of you, and we'll continue to talk about those three principles with Percy here in just a moment. If you are concerned that you or someone you love may have cancer, consider reaching out to Cancer Treatment Centers of America for personalized diagnostic services. Cancer Treatment Centers of America is a national oncology network of hospitals and outpatient care centers that treats the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact a member of the team with questions about your diagnostic and treatment options. The number, 866-712-HOPE. That's 866-712-HOPE. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, you both were an inspiration as I listened to the interview, which was recorded just a bit earlier, uh, Percy, and I appreciate the perspective so much. Let's talk about what we learned from Rob. Well, Rob, you know, he comes from the world of business as a former chief executive officer, I believe, of a of a tech company. And then uh, he had his battle with cancer and was diagnosed with three different types of cancer, as we recall, uh, one type of leukemia and two types of lymphomas. And basically, you know, he had uh, his life was altered and, and drastically shifted. And so he wrote a book and began to start a different course of of work, if you will, around uh, writing about what he utilized, three principles, the power of three, mm-hmm. uh, that helped him to fight and work through uh, his cancer diagnosis. And uh, those three principles were, as I recall, and if you remember, first principle was ask the right questions. Yes. And he, he framed that around the dynamic of often uh, cancer patients will ask or spend a lot of time and in some cases never resolve the question of why me? And uh, from his perspective, he felt like that that was really not the question that one should ask. And I would simply add to that that may be a question that one may ask, but it should not be a question that one should spend an enormous amount of time on. Because uh, initially, you may not have an insight or understanding of why, or you may never necessarily get a real clear sense of why. But asking the right question in his particular example would be, asking questions of things that are in your control, things that you have something that you can do something about, because you may never be able to uh, resolve the question of why you had cancer. I know a lot of people go through, I didn't eat right, I didn't have the right lifestyle. There's a million and one things that people can can spend a lot of time on. And at the end of the day for cancer patients, quite frankly, time may be one of your most important assets. And you can think about that and you can process that, but you, but we don't want you to park the car there. It doesn't profit us, does it? No, that is correct. So begin to ask questions that, that you have some control over that you can give some response to that will allow you to progress and move forward in a productive manner. So that was his first principle. All right. And principle number two, was activate or use what you have. And I thought this was a very powerful principle. And I related it to the story of Moses when Moses went to God and then basically he was complaining saying, listen, this is kind of hard, God. And you you asked me to do this, but you know, I don't have a whole lot to work with. And God basically said, what's in your hand, Moses? What did I give you? And of course, we know that God gave Moses a staff. I often tell people that God empowered a stutterer with a stick, you know, to basically go do a really tough job. 
And when Moses un- understood what he did possess versus what he did not possess, he used what he had and it became a formidable weapon uh, for him. The same can be true for cancer patients at the end of the day. Use what you have, what is available to you, what do you have access to, family, friends, resources, uh, whatever that may be, utilize them and not focus on what you do not have, but focus on what you do have. Yeah. Again, these are so helpful. And, uh, you know, this this podcast conversation can be listened to any time and re-listen to. So if you're taking notes on this and miss anything along the way here, just go back and hit the uh, replay button or uh, look it up again and, and listen. So we're talking about these three principles. And be mm. thinking about answering our question as you listen to these three principles as well. Have you ever utilized the concept of three principles in your life and how do they impact your situation? Okay, let's yeah. talk about principle number three. And then the third principle is advocate again. And we talk a lot about this on this show, Wayne, you and I about being, you need to be your own advocate. You need to advocate on your behalf. But part of being an advocate is uh, being empowered to take advantage of uh, that which is around you and accessible to you. And so again, uh, connect with faith, family and friends was his specific principles Mm -hmm. that he outlined that you can advocate and you can reach out and you can begin to take advantage of and utilize. And so again, uh, those that are near you or around you, your local church, your faith community, uh, there may be individuals that you may have access to that you know are former cancer patients. You need to become your own advocate and not be passive about being a cancer patient, but basically taking the lead and reaching out and connecting the dots with that, which again is affiliated and associated around you. And from Rob's perspective, he said that these three principles, and he re- he wrote a book, The Power of Three is what basically empowered him today to basically uh, be you know deemed as uh, uh, no evidence of disease. Right. And I might also add, Wayne, that this is also Uh, I think is important because you and I have talked about this. Rob uh, basically uh, is and was a subscriber of the show. I had never met him before. And he reached out to me and he said, listen, I think I would have a compelling story. You encourage me. I like your show, but I I think I might make a compelling guest for your show. And so we reached out and finally spoke to one another. And that's how I was connected with Rob. We may have some listening right now who want to do the same thing. And we're always open to that. Of course, you can reach us through our website. Hey, you know, at the same time, we're not minimizing minimizing his struggle. He wasn't minimizing his struggle. I mean, he's human, just no. like the rest of us. And there Absolutely. was there was there was some time to lead up to these principles, but he got there. That's the important thing. And his attitude was so positive in getting there. Well, and to your point, he made the point that initially when he and his wife were sitting in this doc's office, he said that they were stunned and that tears welled up in their eyes. And they, you know, they they had that kind of glazed over look. And I, I know what that look is. Hmm. I've seen it and I understand it that, you know, to your point, there was a moment in time that he had to actually recalibrate, process what was being said to him and told to him. And basically, because uh, his doc told him, you know, you have a lot of cancer. And so then he processed through that, started treatment. He did radiation, chemotherapy and surgery, as he said, the trifecta. And so you're exactly right. So the point I think to be made here is that I don't think that most people who are told that they have cancer just start right out the gate being hopeful and positive and, yep. and energized. It takes some time to get there and to process through that information. Well, we're human and that's a human response, isn't it? It is human and we are human. And again, I don't think that God anticipates or expects us not to be human. 
is, as a matter of fact, I give the definition of what uh, the supernatural is. Uh, we are uh, human and we are natural. And when we ultimately connect back to God, we get his super. And when you put the two together, then you can start working down the path of the supernatural where the spiritual uh, principles and realities of God can kick in and begin to carry us. And as I use the word buoy us mm -hmm. through those negative hardships and those challenges and those travails, but that's not an overnight process. That's not a quick process. Yeah. That is indeed what it says, a process. Well, the point is not to be missed here that this can help us be proactive, helping us prepare our hearts uh, for that, that that news, whatever the news is. It could be cancer. It could be other, other circumstances in life that hit us hard, but just to be proactive and meet it head on with faith. Well, Oh, absolutely. Because again, as we know, and I've had people tell me this with regard to the Our Journey of Training program, uh, I've had people say, well, you know, Reverend McCray, a lot of the principles that you teach in Our Journey of Hope can, can cover more than just talking about cancer. And that's mm -hmm. absolutely correct. So yeah. it has a multi-purpose, you know, use here with regard to being proactive and being prepared to deal with any type of negative challenge of life that we may confront or face. So feel free to utilize the principle of three in any regard, but certainly we know the focus of this program and this audience is specifically to a cancer conversation, but this is certainly something that can be utilized beyond just that in, in many situations. Yeah, okay. So now we've talked about it. Now we want to hear from listeners. So our question is, have you ever utilized the concept of three principles in your life? Maybe these principles we've talked about, maybe some other other three principles that God has put yeah. in your heart, but have yeah. you ever utilized three principles in your life and how do they impact your situation? Percy, to get some response from listeners is always very helpful. Absolutely. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. As an example, with today's uh, guest, uh, he became actually an uh, uh, individual that we interviewed. So we want to hear from you. Uh, you may have a compelling story, but again, you also help give us great ideas for content and, and topics for future shows as well. So we read your responses and uh, we want to hear from you. So please respond and get back to us. Go to healthhopeandinspiration.com. Uh, you can find the uh, button that says connect and then there'll be a drop down that will allow you to basically answer any question that we pose on the show. And please uh, feel free to send that to us. And of course, also our free resource. You see now how it fits right into what we're talking about here today, the battle of the mind. So mm. download that free resource at the same website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Percy, thank you for this. And thank you for uh, bringing Rob to us here as a guest on the program today. Let's wrap it up by going back to that uh, concept of the three, the strands that uh, Mm. are much stronger together, you find Ecclesiastes. Yes, sir. So again, Ecclesiastes 4, verse 12, uh, it enumerates the principle very well. Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly or easily broken. And, I, you know, if we stop to think about it, we think in the concept of threes as human beings, we group things in threes. Uh, there is a power to uh, a, a threefold dynamic. And in this particular case, there were three principles that were outlined to us by Rob uh, that would be beneficial as we continue to ask the right questions, activate what we have and advocate and connect with family, faith and friends and utilize that on our behalf today to continue to move in a direction of a forward motion that will allow us to hopefully find ourselves on the other side of any equation that we are battling. Be encouraged with Be respect encouraged. to that word. Yeah. And Rob, if you're listening, I know you are. Thank you for your insight and perspective here today with Percy. All right, yes. that'll do it for this episode. Percy, God bless you. Thank you for all you're doing. 
All right. Until the next time, remember, we've got work to do. The power of three. Keep chopping the wood. We'll talk to you next time. God bless. Join us for health, hope, and inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, and Phoenix take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialist about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.